when you are a lovely functional adult, the ability to know that it's not about the word sorry or forgiveness, the actual whole concept, it's quite straightforward and that it's about the intent behind it. This does not mean anything except for the fact that a friendship, a relationship between functional adults is one that has and holds the ability to converse. Now, the functional adult is in a grown-up emotionally, so they have a relationship with their emotions, and that equates a very, very straightforward right and left brain communication. People who are adaptive children don't have this relationship with their emotion. They get rigid in their brain, and then they go chaotic, and there's cognitive dissonance, and then confirmation bias, and there's a whole way they're not mindful in their relationships, as Terreal points out. They will try to always prove they're right or wrong. So there's this already competing uh, situation going on because they're in their fight flight in the first place or fright. So they're in um, a safety behavior from their nervous system. So they're, they're already not seeing a person in front of them. And I want to read the quote that I shared with you from NICBM in our short video on the same topic. Uh, this one's strategies to help people navigate rupture and build skills to repair or skills of repair. And repairing basically means when you and I are misaligned and we're not able to be on the same page. And then we instead choose to keep on moving to get to the same page. This is why the... Uh, Saying you're sorry is not what that means, meaning, or forgiveness. Two grown-ups can continue to arrive at a middle ground. They choose to stay in the relationship as friends, partners, doesn't matter what it is. This is where functional adults are for 5D mystics, enlightenment soul age group. So we don't cancel anyone, as I've been sharing with you from our oversoul. This is why we don't get lost in the whole twin flame saga, which they've really not only as a person who's a uh, Purusha Prakriti human being, so I have not ever disconnected from this lovely sphere of unconditional love and consciousness, and I'm aware of myself. I have an ego self like anybody else. Uh, I'm Maria, and then I have lovely energy body, and that's that lovely nervous system, and there's more to it. There's the collective consciousness that I get to with my, my lovely integrated brain tap into. That's why I'm a mystic. And the collective consciousness is something that uh, we pick up on. And the 5D mystic, again, we don't make it a mission to try and organize anything. But as I move forward, I am actually starting to channel for my 5D mystics, for the people that will use the channeled guidance, because you do also have a relationship with this uh, sphere. So this is in the works, meaning we have two groups of people. And right now my focus is first and foremost, you to be yourself like a functional adult, 5D mystics to gravitate and then be able to use, if you want paid subscription-based model content for any oversoul, twin flame, soulmate, the relationship stuff in that sphere. But first and foremost, we are people, we have an embodied brain. So you want to be, and I try to ensure at least some psychoeducation so that you're somewhat trauma-informed and in the pseudoscience lady way. Because again, a mystic cannot be taken seriously. It's okay, we're okay with that. Me bringing science, spirituality, and spirituality, spiritual together and spirituality 
is something I have much experience with being told by other human beings who are in their adaptive child what I'm supposed to not be able to do with my own brain. And so here's where it's always been very humorous. It still is humorous. And I, again, love my trauma-informed people because the minute any human being is in my space, I'm with a person who's not a differentiated self because they are now telling another human being who has spoken words, I, I did not stay mute when I spoke, what I can or cannot say or can or cannot do with subject matters. The minute that a person will have addressed that I cannot do something with a subject matter is when I'm laughing inside my body and in my brain. Because I learned how to quietly laugh about what to me seems completely inconsistent. The fact that I spoke and you just told me I can't and that I just said what you said I couldn't means you didn't really hear me, I, I guess. I don't know. Something's wrong with you. Not, not the other way around because I heard voice. I heard words coming out of my mouth. So this is, I, heard, I heard me. I don't know how you didn't hear me. I see me. I don't know how you don't see me. I'm like right here. <laughs> so it's very funny because for us, we're like, hmm, maybe, am, am, do I have an invisible cloak or something? I don't know. Maybe I, I, I masked my voice with some, long story short, it makes no logical sense to us whatsoever. And that's why we're okay with being stupid. I'm good with being stupid because I have no logic for those who want to tell me you can't say that and i know i've said that to some people too and they will say you can't tell me what you can because i will have harassed them with the whole you can't tell me these are my loved ones by the way and i say you're right you're right you're reminding me i forgot about my own words my bad you're completely correct i love it when my younger sister does this to me because she's the one who has this really funny way of uh doing stuff like that but it's good it keeps us in check so staying in check is a good thing because that means you remind yourself of aspects that are important to note. On that note, again, it's not about the word sorry or forgiveness, the intent behind it. So the quote that I don't think I read yet by George Fowler, LMFT, this is NICABM. It's not about the word sorry. It's about the intent behind it. If your intent is to keep your focus on the mission, which is growing your partner's trust, so communicating with each other, you are going to be good, meaning it'll go well, you'll repair, you'll expand, you'll come up to alignment, you'll talk about emotions, you'll talk about everything. This is our functional adult land right here. And that means forever friends, not by pretend, but forever, which means you do you, I do me. So no social good behavior, no lists of what you can or cannot do. You need to tell me the truth, not tell me the truth. These are not equations. Because see, for a functional adult, if somebody lies, automatically you decided to hide information from me, which means you're afraid. If somebody manipulates, this is why a 5D mystic in the Enlightenment Soul Age group with a love cycle does not have any lists of demands for people. We realize what you're doing. We'll not have words. Now I have the word of weaponize. I've seen people weaponize. They've done it. I just don't consider it a weapon because words aren't weapons. They're just words. And if a person wants to use a word with me, I'm okay with that. They can say whatever they want. I will not flinch because as a teenager, I learned that I would not be able to manage my reputation because that's the only time you actually start thinking about shit like this. And I knew it because of something very specific. I, I don't share the story on purpose, but there is a specific story that I would share if I could, but I won't. And in that moment, when this thing happened, I was like, you're not ever going to be able to do anything about this. You have no way to change this. 
at all. This very fact is unchangeable, Maria. This means, what are you going to do? Are you going to kill yourself? Are you going to be a sad? Are you going to like? It wasn't in that way. It was more of you can't do anything. This is a this is a done deal. This thing right here that you just experienced, it's a sure thing, and it will happen again. So, you making a big deal out of reputation, you're 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 losing from the get go. But the conversation was much more productive than what I'm presenting. Because see, when you are intelligent, you wander which is what Purusha Prakriti is. We wander. So in our brain, we're not feeling angry in a way of, oh, how unfair, let me go get justice. No, we might feel the Kali, which is not anger. It's why we know Kali is our charge state and we need to let Kali leave it alone. Seriously, what are you making a big deal out of it? So as we grow up, we learn to say, Kali, come on over, Shiva. No thing, it's not a big deal. We learn this because we grow up emotionally. It doesn't mean we actually change our mind on how we feel about that, meaning what we think is right or wrong. In fact, I can say to you, to this day, that situation was completely wrong. And it's completely wrong that I would have actually to be put in that situation. But I know that the people who I have shared with that, that have responded with, you make too big of a deal. You're so serious, whatever it is the word. So there will have been a backlash or whatever the word is and why I am making a big deal out of no thing that. So here's what adoptive children do all the time. And they don't have to have childhood trauma. It's just a person who chooses to confirm their own idea. I'm right, you're wrong. So we also know how to say we take position. But the difference is this. We don't say we're right or wrong. You're not me. I'm not you. It's very clear because if I'm speaking to you, my mouth is called Maria's mouth and your mouth is whatever mouth you are. So if your words are coming out of your mouth, I have nothing to do with it. And whatever I say, when you appropriate yourself of it, I will tell you once that it is not what I meant if you're saying something that I didn't mean. And if you continue, by the second time, I'm already like, okay, I have somebody in front of me that didn't hear me again. Mm, let me think, functional adult me. I recently had the experience. What did I do by the third time? By the third time, I very eloquently said, you know, I am really curious about what you're trying to tell me, but I want to reiterate what you and I are saying are opposing in different things. I'm bringing together two different topics that to me are not different. They say the same thing, so I'm bringing them together. I'm connecting the dots. You believe that I'm confusing science and spirituality. No, I'm joining them next to each other because they say the same thing. However, because we are disagreeing completely, I accept that you and I have a completely different opinion. And I'm wondering, what is your idea, therefore, of the future? Since you made it so clear, you want to spell out to me the truth. Idiots are dead sure of everything. Again, the intelligent ones, we wander. And I'm actually curious at this point because I'm thinking, what the fuck? He's got a lot to say. Let me hear it. And I, I couldn't wait to hear what he had to say. I was like, you know what? It's cool. We're on the same page, but we're getting there differently. So here, let's exchange data. So I got his contact so I could reach out, which I will, with some information. Long story short, here's where a person who is not secure of who they are Mm, they're going to have a very different situation. And they're going to be like, oh, could you see that person did that? So we also have moments like that. I did that as a teenager. 
And then the only other moment that I've done that in the recent past, this about a year ago or so, was because it was actually a situation that I was sharing uh, in a way of, wow, can you believe this happened to me? But at the same time, in fact, I've actually learned how not to do that because to those of us who are functional adults, we, we don't shame, blame, fault, or do the whole, oh, they took revenge, and we don't do spite or revenge. That actually for us is quite... Um, when people, again, weaponize words, we don't actually think of them as weaponizing anything. They're not fooling anyone. They only fool people who don't know how to be empowered within their own body. Because see, if you are a person who says, oh, they used a word, and now my reputation is gone. Oh, they used a word, and you feel the, this is called shame from society, which is what some people that do the belonging little group do. So they consistently use words and weaponize it against each other, and they are in charge states, in fact, doing a lot of things that we don't do. And they're not creating very great groups. The groups are not coming together as adults. That's why the adults are here. The 5D mystics, the Enlightenment Soul Age group, the 5D educators, the functional adults, the ones of us who can try and succeed in maintaining a tone because we do care about humanity and the infinite higher human consciousness potential is what people can obtain now before we continue if you believe in the devil or evil you should go away because we don't uh, at all and i am a mystic and there is no devil or evil people that see things i've tried telling them about the video and the great patrick mcdamara who's doing neuroscience study talks about the religious self and a lot of other things that are interesting so on that note, uh, if you believe in the devil or evil, go away. We like to talk about everything, and we don't have groups. Our group is humanity, and we're in the midst of transformation, and creating conversation is how we empower people, not by yelling. So while we have the episode on emotional immaturity and insecurity, because we all have triggers, I know I do, uh, I don't always get them in the, uh, what is it called? I actually am pretty good at not being triggered, but there are things that I still get charged about. I haven't been great at sophisticating my words yet. And really, it's more of the energy that comes up. So in time, everything is practice. So when you practice equanimity, you learn how to put that spirituality process in the forefront. It's not a spirituality process because you need to be spiritual. I only did yoga because of Sadhguru. I'm Maria. I use my brain. That's all. So I know how to work with my charge state because my mom pointed out to me my tone when I was two, three, four, five. Still now she points out to me my tone. So I was given a very good directives of how to use my tone with people and not my charge state. That's why I had a very healthy, I can consider myself lucky childhood. I was able to be annoying. I was able to yell. I was able to be rude, but I was also able to not be rude, meaning, okay, don't curse. Don't insult people. Don't point that finger and use a better tone, Maria. And back off, calm down, go into equanimity land. No, she didn't use those words. But long story short, I was given authoritative, which is the ideal parenting style. I was allowed to whine about things. I was allowed to cry. And I was also told how to be able and, again, behave, but not in a rigid way. Flexible, adaptive, coherent, energized, and stable way. And she still definitely has things to share with me on how to be as a grown-up. Long story short, when you have grown-ups, we don't shame, don't blame, we don't uh, do fault, we don't do any of the other stuff that people who are adaptive children who did not have a happy childhood, so they were not allowed to be in a household that was child-centric. 
They weren't allowed to be annoying. They weren't allowed to be their own charged states of those agents. So they were not able to gain familiarity with all of their emotions. They had to disconnect, in, in fact, from the emotional body and emotions. And that's why there are some people that get to enlightenment from this plane of so-called, uh, they say it's uh, Maya land. I need to revisit where that comes from so I can expand on it, but I'll just use the other stuff, which would be um, human suffering. So they have this regulated, modulated, embodied experiences, and they're in a fight-flight. So they're in a charged state with safety behaviors, which are maladaptive as a grown-up, but as a child, they work to help that individual to be heard. So we have a lovely Patrick Tiahan who spells that one out very well, and I use sometimes examples so that we can create grounded conversations. For this one, what I wanted to talk about a little bit was how we don't, in fact, uh, need people to say they're sorry or ask for our forgiveness. It sounds quite off because nobody is special. We're all special. Nobody is better or not better. And even though I did grow up with the religious institution, which I loved growing up, in fact, I still uphold what I learned as a child. I told God exactly what I thought about the people that keep claiming they uphold stuff. I don't see them remembering how Jesus walked with all the people personally. Uh, I don't see a lot of things. However, I see actual 5D educators from those fields as well. So in time, in time, we'll, we'll, we'll come together and we'll leave that one out and back to our relationships. When you can repair relationships, it's because people care about staying friends forever. That's because they want to be in communication, right? So that's why you would know how to not just say, sorry, please forgive me. But you actually say, sorry, what happened? What didn't happen? You know, and you don't really, again, do the whole forgiveness bit because nobody is on a pedestal here. The only people who keep putting each other on pedestals and on these hierarchies are the same people who don't actually no, um, what's the word? They don't know that we're all flawed and imperfect. Apparently, they think of themselves. No, it's that they have a lot. There's a lot to say about people that don't know how to be in actual relationships as functional adults. But here's where, again, I have a relationship with all of my emotions. And so functional adults, we have fun. And that's it. We can say that you're a shit, you're a shit, and we hug it out for real, not pretend. We can also explore when we're pissy about something that happens with friends. Let's say I do something and it annoys a friend and they let me know. And I'm annoyed at the fact that, um, what's the word, that they don't see their adaptive child charge, okay? So... I don't usually personally get annoyed anymore because the adaptive child is common uh, ground. There's people who are in love with their self. These are the mindsets that are in the Maya land that Ayurveda and yoga talk about. Uh, the mindset of one focus. I see those people all over the place too. Uh, the doll, the uh, butterfly, the monkey. So they're all there. But the ones who are enamored with themselves, they're, they're like straightforward because they're the ones who well, and the one focused ones, um, they will use words in such a way and they think they're smart because that's the part of an adaptive child is they're in defense mode, they're strategic. So we instead know their energy is not in any way, shape or form 
in the Krishna Lila, Shiva and Kali, they have no Purusha Prakriti going on. Because it's the minute that you are engaging with me in a specific way that I'm going to be aware of where you're at. I'm a human, like you are. You know, what really makes me smile is a lot of people, I was a teenager, I'm like, you know, none of us can hide anything from us. We have body language. So why would you try? And some people think because they get good at lying, if you will, they think that they're hiding. And that's where the mistake is quote-unquote, it's not a mistake. They don't even really care about the fact of what another person could know or not know because if you did, you wouldn't hide. So there's a whole bunch of different areas we could look at. When you see humanity with the intelligent, intelligence wanders and seeks, so I'm a human, you're human, and not idiot who's dead sure of everything, which means I assume to know everything about you, which is why 4D people, they think they know everything, and they're not heroes or villains or rescuers they actually don't know what they're doing but they will have a group they they have a group so let me leave those again to the side when we have in front of us somebody that annoys us quote unquote we say to kali okay come on in shiva okay krishna lila we need more of you we activate our let me get curious on purpose because we understand what just happened. It's called we misaligned or misattuned, whatever. We're different. We're different. Two-year-olds, one of us is going to be the grown-up of the group. That's all. And it's really because we just don't want to get into two-year-old. I'm not a two-year-old anymore. So the emotion of a two-year-old, in fact, doesn't even come out. It's my two-year-old tone, and it's only with two people on the face of this planet. <laughs> Other than that, charge states. This is where... So when we're annoyed, we're not really annoyed, but we do have an area of where, you know what, I'm not even going to bother trying because the minute that the adaptive children get up and in their butts, which is where those who are mystics do because they have intuition, so they think they know everything. When they meet a person who's compassionate beyond a reason, a Zen master, a mystic, who's completely Purusha Prakriti, they don't like it so much. And the part that they don't like it is if only they would speak up like a normal adult and stop hiding behind the woe of their own unresolved stuff, again, they would maybe get a lot better at having what is a nice grown-up conversation versus what to us at some point or another becomes, okay, you're very sensitive. I see that these are the only topics we'll be discussing from here on out. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Okay, cool. That's great because they're the most important ones anyways. All the other stuff is not really necessary since you've made your choice. Idiots are dead sure. You know exactly where we're headed, what all human beings are, what evil is, what I've done that was evil or not evil. Here's what I did. Oh, that's right. I forgot about that. Well, let me take it. <laughs> Reminds me of Santa Claus and his list of Jews and not Jews. So anyways, when we meet people like that, we just make sure we know our list. Here's my list. You know, that's why they actually don't like us, by the way. The ones who finally speak up is like, okay, I'm so sorry. Uh, yeah, I and you obviously do not see eye to eye. And so what do we want to do about it? Because I'm here, you're here, and I'm having fun, but I'm more flexible, adaptive, coherent, energized, and stable in my brain because it's integrated. You apparently go rigid and chaotic, meaning you get upset, structural dissociation happens, your charge states come up, 
you don't know how to handle me, you get all pissy and then you're all over the place, you're using words now, you're calling me names, like I don't even know what I should do anymore. No, we don't do any of that. We don't speak like that to the person, but we know that's what's happening. So while they might think they're manipulating and they might be getting emotions out of us, by the way, because of course we care. So we're going to be like, I'm, that's really, I'm so sorry. Like, this is really awful. I really don't like this, but we're going to be understanding and wondering, okay, so where's our sweet spot? Where's our repair spot? Where's our middle ground spot? So while the adaptive child is not looking to repair, as Terry Real points out, they're not there to say sorry or forgiveness, even if they use the word. They don't mean it. People don't mean it if they don't mean it. And you know how you know? Time. And time, friends forever. So to some of us, the ones who love with heart and soul, we don't know separation consciousness. We mean it. This is why our oversoul expands. When we have our patch of people who are quote-unquote annoyances, annoyances, they really move away from us at some point because we're not vibing on the same vibe. It's nice to know that some people recognize when you're not vibing at the same vibe and so they just decide all on their own. I'm going to go vibe with the people that I vibe with. And when they're at least saying it to you in your face, that's really nice because, you know, we like face talk, like when you're actually the real deal and not pretending. Yeah, that one, you're going to hear about that one. So when we get the pretenders, that's where we're like, uh, okay, I have a pretender. Hmm. Let me think. Okay, that's it. We don't say anything. You better bet we're not going to let them in on what we know. You know what they're going to say? <gasps> How dare you insult me? No, I didn't say and do any of this. And they're right, they didn't because it's all in a charge state. It's not seen by the eyes. Which is why when people weaponize their little words, they're not weaponizing it. Again, an intelligent one's like, huh, you used a word. I know that word. Oh, yeah, that's right. I know that. I'm also not it. But wait a minute. You're getting upset right now. What's going on? Where, where is this? Oh, wait. You think that I'm actually malicious. That's what, oh, well, no, I'm not that. I'm definitely not that. But because my intent here is actually just to have a conversation. I don't have a side. I didn't know I needed to have a side. I don't know you wanted me to, I don't pick sides. So you know what happens when somebody gets pissy because you're not picking sides and you're actually having what is an interesting political conversation. Okay, you're getting upset and I see that we see differently. And yeah, you may choose what you just claimed is the weak side. I don't choose sides. Plus, I'm actually not actively in the midst of things. So I think I'm the least of the people who should be talking about anything. I'm not uh, strong. I don't have political power. I basically mean zero. Why would I? I don't matter in this entire situation. But if you're asking me, I don't pick sides because I want all sides to be safe. This is me, Human 101. So if you have a different opinion, I respect that because you have a side. I don't. I have human sides. And I think that both you and I are here sitting, eating at a table. So... Getting angry right now, don't you think? Let's eat. Let's have another chit-chat. Let's change the topic, shall we? And I get better and better at handling people who apparently, you know, they get into charge states. What can we say? The movies, that's what we can say. Long story short, nobody really gets annoying once you're mature enough to recognize. And, you know, I can thank the trauma-informed people because the 4D people... They're not anywhere near any of this. It's unfortunate, which is why we focus mindful relationships, you self-empowered, you growing up, and this is for all my Zen masters and my functional adults and the Enlightenment Soul Age people, 5D mystics, come on over. 
I know you're out there and that you're dying for conversations like these. When somebody thinks they're a superhero, it means they think there's a supervillain. I like the cartoons and I like the whole whatevers, even though I don't like it as much as before, but that's not what life is. We don't have superheroes or supervillains. We have people, people who occupy roles that they choose. And if they choose them well, which we have people who did not choose them for the right reasons, because they are people who are not in their well-being. They're not emotionally mature. They're nowhere near being differentiated selves, let alone have integrated brains. No, no, no. They might be one focused. Oh, yeah. Oh, and they might be also charming. Oh, yes. And you know who the blinders are, who the blind people are? So we're actually trying to create differentiated people. I like to try expanding consciousness, not being a person who tells you what to do. No, I'm going to say, you know what? How about you expand your knowledge bank on trauma-informed and stop using words such as narcissist or sociopath with me because I'm not either or, and neither are you. And I would say that if you even bothered thinking that, that you would want to go get a diagnosis for real. So see, here's where people... I've not done this to me because I don't have people like that. I have people that get into their little bit of high horses and I say, I don't know what's going on. I just know that you're really upset and I'm very sorry that you're upset. So when we have people who are upset, we make it a mission to say we're sorry, to figure it out, and then we recalibrate so that we can ensure they feel good about being in communication. If not, that's okay. We will then be able to say, okay, we obviously do not in any way, shape, or form align at all. So it's not about sorries. It's not about forgiveness. It's actually, we don't have anything to say to each other. We are not on the same page in all ways, shapes, or forms. That's why we don't do ruptures. It's why we don't do repairs. Functional adults, don't need to say we're sorry but if we're gonna say we're sorry it's because we mean it and then the forgiveness we're gonna say we don't need to forgive each other because that's what friends are for to be there to support each other and to have grown-up conversations you're a shit i'm a shit that's it it's very straightforward it is not a genius so friends forever for real as a teenager growing up i just recognize that people say these words they don't mean it because they don't know how to handle their two-year-old and then they got their leader telling them how to handle whatever so confirmation bias their list of stuff all of this is something again that is really really a fascinating experience when you are intelligent and wander about humanity versus being an idiot and thinking you know everything know everything <laughs> we don't know everything what we do know is that there's no demon in a body of a person or a devil or any of that and as a mystic yeah there's a bandwidth for the 4D for a reason. You know what they fill their heads with, though? So we're going to put them to the side because they choose how to use their imagination land. They also choose what to consume. What you consume is not about the entertainment industry. What you consume and then how you connect the dots, what resources you use, what sentences you use, how you formulate every single one of the thoughts that comes in your mind, your prediction bank. It's your left mode. If you learn how to use compassion with it, then you might get somewhere some people don't, and they want to then poke fingers at us, those who are compassionate beyond a reason. As I said, Patrick Tiahan, he used the word sophisticated and weaponized. I use the word not sophisticated, definitely not weaponizing, because the functional adults are here. So those who are here will know what I'm talking about, which is why we can explain if I meet a manipulator... If I meet a person who's in envy, spite, or jealousy, if I meet an adaptive child, you know what my heart feels? I feel sorry for them. 
because they don't have a good therapist and they don't even think they need one and they watch too many movies that tell them that it's okay to not have a relationship with their emotions. Meaning they don't know what it's like to mature their emotions and that they have an emotional disconnect, which is why they feel things that are off. So the good 5D educators, the good trauma-informed educators, the good ones tell you, hey, there's a shame defectiveness button. Hey, there's what's called dysregulated and modulated. They inform you of things that are now very much known. They're still empirically adding to it. So people who are informed, they don't go saying, you can't speak to me like this. You can't do that. I'm going to come insult you because you're of the gender that I decided is going to be the person I think I can insult. No, that's not a grown-up and that's not a person who cares. That's a person who created a group. And now they are weaponizing words from a very specific script. And then they're going and they're enacting their group charge state with another human being and creating an unsafe environment for the rest of us and humanity. In fact, there's a divide right now for this very reason. It is very, what's the word? Again, I am not a smart human being. In order to retain information, I am not able to. It takes me a lot of time, which is why I tell you I fuck up data. I'm not the lady of science. I'm pseudoscience for a reason. I'm okay with it. And so I appreciate education. I appreciate empowering educators. I do not appreciate the ones who are not, but I understand that their focus is important and necessary too. What I was trying to get to is I learned in my lovely college years, bachelor's and master's of not only confirmation bias from people that are professors, they should not have been holding that role in my opinion because the minute you don't know yourself is the minute you're not an educator in my book because you just lied to me, you lied to yourself, you're an adaptive child, you got a bunch of shit going on and you actually think that I should look up to you. What I learned to do in time was to note that I was taught to look up to people as a child and I noted not to look up to people because they seemed to one by one by one lead me down the path of you're inconsistent here, you're inconsistent here, you're inconsistent here, you're inconsistent, like every single person that does not have compassion and does not know how to be curious about their subject matter is a person who is limited consciousness because they're not having fun with what they're doing. They're not doing what they're doing because it's life, it's their embodiment. No, no, there's a whole other energy behind it. So I'm going to leave that to the side. What, I, what I'm saying, though, is Purusha Prakriti people, love cycle people, we can be as dumb as shit, but you know what we're not dumb about is the minute your body goes rigid and you're like a little soldier that you're not, you're a little robot, you're not a robot, I see flesh in front of me, something's off. You don't know how to have fun in life. And whatever you're doing here, yeah, it's not sophisticated sophisticated is soft it's not rigid rigidity is you poke it it breaks that's what rigidity does i mean i don't even know how to fall well because i get rigid and i know that i keep my body rigid and i need to be more flexible that's fear-based by the way i'm okay with being a scaredy cat that's where i'm at the people who i'm talking about they don't think they're scared but they keep this thing so anyways the ego that is inflated is hiding a very sensitive, unfortunate uh, ego that is not in any way, shape, or form playful because they didn't have the opportunity to get to know their two-year-old. Their two-year-old Krishna Leela was not allowed out. It was actually suppressed and it was terrified and a lot of other things. So this is why actually when people do their little rigid dance, they're not weaponizing anything. And I will have told 
so many people this as a teenager when people would say they manipulated well then tell them you know i would tell people stop trying to manipulate me stop trying to tell me what to do because every time i'd use that word no i'm not manipulating you you're trying to tell me what to do you're, you're trying to switch it up you're it, you're in i can see what you're doing here <laughs> so stop so we learn how to use different words and by the way manipulation everybody does it the good psychologist will explain to you because <laughs> when we're talking to each other we need to learn how to speak each other's languages so again when you're empowered, you usually smile and laugh with people. And that's why we don't have to do the whole, I'm sorry, please forgive me. And whenever I see that, yeah, no, that's not a functional adult. And I will use my boyfriend, teenage boyfriend, as that story. When he would cheat, we would talk, it would be done with, we would move on. And this is why the first time I said, don't think I'm going to be holding you in some kind of little box you didn't do anything that i'm going to not trust you about in the future plus if you want to do it you're going to do it anyway so i really don't care because <laughs> we're going to talk about it if we basically i said nothing's going to change because you did something behind my back you did something behind my back you didn't know how to tell me it means you're afraid you did whatever you made a mistake so functional adults zen masters the zen tradition story it's a real deal for those of us who are love cycle people it means you are human, I'm human, we're going to fuck up, now what? And that's it. Don't look down to me, don't look up to me. If you do, I'll probably ignore it because I'm going to be the grown-up and look straight at you and disregard the fact of whatever it is, your tone, whatever it is you're doing, don't worry, it's going to be fine. And even when people, like with my Divine Masculine friend, when we said, you know, I could manipulate you, and I was like, no, and then I was like, wait a minute, yes, actually you could. And they know why they could because they know how I am as a friend. They know that they have my full 100% plus trust, and I know that too, which means that I'm never going to expect that my friend's going to actually try to emotionally or mentally do anything remotely, quote-unquote, harmful. And you know what I also told them, and they laughed and we laughed together, was, mm, worst-case scenario, you make me break down and cry on my knees, but I'll get over it. So, And then I said, but you won't do it, right? And I said, well, maybe you would. No, you won't, would you? No. So long story short, when you know who you are, you know who you are. And that's where sadness, it's a basic emotion. You get up. I didn't get broken. Oh, so many times people will have throughout the years. I mean, this is the part where it's different. Love cycle people, we are not like, oh my God, I'm sad. Now I'm dying inside my body. No, we don't feel this tsunami, which is why, again, all due respect people who feel the tsunami. There's therapists out there. They talk about it. I don't feel that. Some of us don't feel that because we feel the sadness because we had what is called a good childhood. That's all. I had a safe environment to be annoying, to be charged, to be in all the normal human emotions and then to grow up. Here, my tone, my little Kali tone. <laughs> it's like, it's not fair. <laughs> That's where Kali comes in because so love cycle people will have been to this day told that you have to have human suffering or you have to like just all these words all these words that to us it's like no 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 long story short we choose to trust because our loved ones are part of our journey and even in the midst of not knowing all of the trauma-informed stuff this is why when you talk about twin flames or soulmates a person who's a 5d mystic will know 
in the absence of good information that our loved ones are not to be called catalysts, karmics, soul contracts ending, da 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 da. So today the words of Twin Flames and Soulmates works only for a 4D person. If you're 5D, what the deal is, yes, there are Twin Flame or Flame. And we can discuss it in paid subscription-based model content. Uh, or something like that. Ask me your question. If you don't have money, I'll make a free episode for you, for your question. But we are talking about people. People are people. And relationships are either mindful, therefore you communicate or not. So it doesn't matter what you want to list as their little title. Don't change anything if you're actually your own Purusha Prakriti. So all the people in 4D plane, they love mixing and matching. Here, I'm going to mix and match. Your integrated brain means that you use your left and right mode. Even if you're not using your right mode, the charge states come up. Your left mode works. When you're thinking about how to handle any human being on the face of this planet, you're using your free will. The minute that you will engage with me, as I pointed out to my lovely divine masculine friend, that you would do that potentially and that I know what I would do and you would know what you would do and we, would, and we both laughed about it. There you go. Very straightforward. So the minute that I know somebody who knows me and I know them makes choices, I don't need to ask questions. I don't have questions. What I have is called actions and time. This is why we don't find people weaponizing anything because sophistication is not in the utilization of your words in some little wieldy of a sword. No, no, no. Sophistication is within the elegance of the wind as that lovely Mulan movie ends with the guy saying the wind does not bend down to the mountain. Flexible, adaptive, coherent, energized, and stable. A human being's brain is optimized because you work with your emotions and then you take in information. Does not mean one focus empirical stuff. What I'm saying is there's a lot of different intelligences, but the intelligent person within their body is in a integrated brain with a down-regulated default mode network. This is your body at ease and you learn to engage with people in this state and that is where you are your own Purusha Prakriti. You are heaven in your body, and that's alignment. And that's the beginning of what I would say is what I've learned about when it comes to functional adults. For a 5D mystic, this is straightforward. And so the part about moving from a 4D bandwidth to 5D bandwidth, I want to talk about that one as we end. Uh, one, as I said, the episode is geared toward, it's not about the word sorry or forgiveness. It's about the intent behind it. But really, for 5D mystic, functional adult, enlightenment, so age group, we talk. There is no need about intent, not intent. We don't care about your intent. If a person wants to come out and share their intent, it's so much better for them. They can be honest about something good for them. But like with the boyfriend, the teenager, they are a beautiful person. They did their journey. They did the thing. When I was growing with him, I loved every minute of it. Of course, they could have made different choices. Nothing happened from the choices they made. I'm much more loving than I ever was. And in fact, they have become not even half of the person that I knew they could become. But that's their choice. So here's why we don't go saying, oh, let me tell you what you could have been. No. You are who you chose to be. It's cool. You're amazing. You're amazing with your family, all this stuff. So when people are intelligent, they wander. Wow, that state of consciousness over there, they're great. So 3D, 4D, we don't have any deal with them. We don't have any not deal with them. 5D, 
Um, what I wanted to say was there's a moment through the transformation of moving from 4D to 5D. This one is a uh, for my mystics. And for anybody who is connected with all of their, again, heaven in the body, so you're aligned with your heart body, your inner body, the values, physical, mental, energetic. And that means you're a person who has an integrated brain, you're in a restored embodied self, and you're connected to this lovely sphere, selflessness, timelessness, effortlessness, richness, and you're channeling, or anyways, you got some stuff going down, sensations, images, thoughts, feelings, you know what's happening, all the time you know what's happening for the love cycle people. I've always known what I've been in the middle of, and so the emotion, the mental, emotional mastery plane, and then the physical mastery plane, which is what I'm still actually mastering, if you will, and then that's that connectedness to our quantum field and this infinite field, but long story short, we don't ever get lost uh, we know that when life sends us our person, it's ourself. When we meet a person who's an ideal partner, this is a different story, meaning they've sent a person who's an ideal partner. But ideal partnership means that we have communication and of the in-depth level, not the surface level. That means emotions and thoughts, straightforward. So... The part about what takes place within any dynamic is not going to be looked at, twin flame, soulmate. It's a people and a people. And especially when you're poly secure, and in this case a solo poly, you're going to know how to be in a situation on your own because you've chosen to do things in life that are of your own interest, safe haven, secure base. And so, of course, you're not going to force people to be on your page. This is why we're independent. Our emotion, our mind, our thought, all of it, you can stay or you can go, whatever you want to do, because the reality is if you enjoy me, you're not going to want to leave. And if you enjoy me so much, you're not going to want to not talk to me. And so if you instead have some inconsistencies, then there's indication that there's not interest. How I can be within my own body when those things happen totally mine. So the part about when there's breaking out of the 4D to 5D bandwidth is not something that is horrendous for a 5D mystic. It is something we will acknowledge is happening as it's happening. And your twin flame thingy, whatever, does not necessarily mean you got a kundalini awakening because the reality is kundalini awakening is the unraveling of your trauma stuff. That's how I'm connecting the dots for my listeners. So Long story short, you're a human in a body that has an embodied brain. And if you haven't figured out, again, a lot of trauma-informed stuff, don't worry. We'll keep talking about it. Meantime, mindful relationships are the relationships that you're going to be building. So when you have people in any functional adult relationship, it means that you get to use your words. You get to try and learn how to not be in those charged states if you still got them. And that's by working together with your triggers, with whatever it is that's going on, if there's addictive behaviors. You work with that because, of course, everybody's going to have their own flaws and imperfections. That's the point. That's the point. And none of perfect partnership of anyone who's a grown-up is going to be looking for some parent or some pedestal for that matter. Do not put anyone on a pedestal. <laughs> you or them. Nobody's on a pedestal. We're equals. E-Q-U-A-L-S. We're all special and unique because we all have our own personality we all have our own story every single human being on the face of this planet was born at zero years of age 
meaning that was their, they, whatever, they had nine months in the womb. Their nervous system is affected even in the womb, dysregulation of the nervous system. So when people talk about reptilians, they totally botch it all up. Our reptilian nervous system is the fight, flight, fright. So when you're in your defense mechanism, yellow or red, and our mammalian nervous system is our actual ventral vagal nervous system. You can engage in all three, the ventral vagal, social engagement, sympathetic when you're fight, flight, and dorsal vagal, that would be a shutdown response. And so we talk about that too. Meantime, though, in your relationships is not what's going to happen. If you're a Zen master view, if you move towards inner growth mindset, if you move into your own Purusha Prakriti, if you stay unconditionally loving, flaws and imperfect and all, you don't shame, you don't blame, you don't do fault, and whenever somebody's doing whatever it is in the revenge bank, you only know one thing, how to say, look, I don't know what you're doing, but I'm out. You know, whatever. Like, if they want to come clean and have a conversation, so be it. But if they don't, that means they are not aware of their trauma. In fact, that's the whole point. Dysregulated, modulated, embodied people and childhood trauma is only going to be something a person becomes aware of if they care about their own relationships. And that means they care about how they're coming into their relationships. But they need to be curious about themselves. Intelligent wands wander. Idiots are dead sure. If I say to myself, I'm a piece of shit, that means you're dead sure. You're not intelligent. And you didn't look at yourself with compassion. No, you just claimed and made an inner critic, outer critic statement, whatever, and denying it then through drinking, drugs, alcohol, sex, food, and then withdrawing. And tomorrow you're going to do it again. I'm a dead shit. Okay, so the point is this compassion language is important because anytime adaptive child comes up, there's the childhood trauma. And the being rigid is because harsh, unforgiving is what the child got. Nowhere near the two-year-old with Krishna Lila. So a person instead who has the ability to choose their self and life. Here's what they say when they meet the ideal partner. I have a person who unconsciously loves me for who I am with my flaws and imperfections. Wow, this is awesome. I'm going to talk about my vulnerabilities because I actually appreciate this. I'm afraid, but I want the relationship to work because I love this. A person who has trauma-informed can understand why they would feel so scared about it. This is the saddest part. And that's why stop with the karmics, the energy vampires, the dark auras, any one of you who is a mystic. Those are not words to use. These are people, and they have trauma. And they don't know any better, and it's not going to be through the 4D plane that they learn anything about themselves. It's only going to be through the trauma-informed individuals who stop calling people these words and start understanding also don't use narcissists or sociopaths. These mean something for real. And if a person's diagnosed and they get good therapy, they actually feel normal and they know how to be in relationship. And they deserve to be in relationship. It's called destigmatization. The people who are still in the whole evil devil, whatever belief system, leave them alone for now because the structure is the structure. The law will take care of it. In the meantime, it's conceptual and it's humanity. So relating to people with mindfulness means about having grown-up conversations. So believe me, again, when people who are love cycle, they already know what I'm talking about. Why manipulation, gaslighting, ghosting, these aren't weapons. These aren't smart people. I was a teenager. I saw right through it. And in fact, I made a very clear conclusion in that teenage year of mine. Hmm. Pretty sure evil doesn't exist. I'm not really sure what the hell this is, but I think I'll still wait and read some more psychology. 
I'm an adult. Evil doesn't exist. What exists is human suffering, people in their nervous system. They don't know how to navigate it. They don't know how to navigate their brains because they don't know that their right brain brings shit up. So learn how to just be the mindful person you can be and in mind sight because that's what we also have and to wander. And at the end of the day, people who want to be with us, they always stick around forever, not just sometime. Time is the answer to everything. And that's it. A person doesn't need to say they're sorry or that they need to be forgiven when they build a solid relationship with a functional adult, of course. Of course, it's nice to use these words where we know that they are appropriate to be used. So if somebody's feelings are hurt, of course, we're going to say we're sorry and we mean it. The intent is we mean it. Let's find where we meet in the middle. How can we align together? How, how can we appreciate each other? How can we keep building our relationship? That's the part. When you care, you become safe haven, secure base for each other. So there's a way of being present, aware, and attuned resonating, trusting, you build it together by dialogue. And the only way to do that is not by putting anyone on a pedestal, by the way. So as we close on out, yes, like the teenage boyfriend, I am totally cool with our relationship, meaning what they did. Of course, it's not right. But the idea of putting me on, oh, I must be better than you because you lied to me now. No, that was ridiculous. That was a very, very bad. Immediately in my gut, I knew, why would I do that? That would mean that he... No, we're not going to be in a relationship. If I can't trust you that way, and that's actually ridiculous because what are we talking about? So here's where I didn't have the term polyamory, but now that I do, I can definitely appreciate relationship anarchy, non-hierarchy, and the ability to just be loving as unconditionally loving as I am. And with the oversoul, you know, again, twin flame soulmates, there's no like, let me pick who do I love more? No, we love. That's it. The relationships are different because we have different personalities and we build different types of interactions and stuff like that. So the part about when I see people telling other people that they need to lift them up and I see these couples or the ones who make mistakes and then they're like groveling at the feet of somebody, mm -mm. that's not functional adult land. In fact, the reality is that's why there's good therapists. I'm happy they're out there because some of them, they, they actually have words to say in this end, but that's because the people they, they work with are people who are learning still how to move into Purusha Parakriti. A person who is consciousness will not in any way, shape or form, it's disrespectful. It's like telling a piece of, it's, it's a piece of yourself. Like this is, this is the way you treat others is the way you would treat yourself. So if you put yourself on a pedestal or on a lower, that's the part. You're still in a charge. You don't know equanimity land. Equanimity is the neutral land. When you have an empowered ego, that's where you sit and stand. You don't move anywhere. You don't go up. You don't go down. At most, you have these charge states. You get Kali, Shiva, Krishna, Leela, and you stay right there in the middle. So no one is superior or inferior is what I'm trying to get to. And when somebody and those couples, you got this superior and inferior, we see that, that's enmeshment, that's codependency, that's a lot of things. It's not something that we consider in any way, shape, or form. In fact, it's not one that's consciousness and it's not a functional adult relationship of people who appreciate each other with their unique traits. Because if they do, then they're not going to be afraid of losing each other and they're not going to keep each other in, in this level thing they're going to allow themselves to fully enjoy 
spending time and having conversations. So again, the sorry thing, of course, if there are things to say sorry, forgiveness. Again, everybody chooses. I'm here as a 5D mystic with the Enlightenment Soul Age Group. I'm not a person who's an adaptive child. I'm a functional adult, and there's the part of knowing equanimity very well. It's disrespectful for me when people put each other on pedestals, but I understand that some people have that way of still leading with their relationships. Again, everybody has a different perspective, perception, all that stuff. You choose relationships and things that work for you, but we talk about being mindful in your relationships, being functional adults, being able to be a person who is direct in your communication, not lying, but also not, uh, you know, needing to hide things either like trying to figure out how you can bring forth a nice conversation about different topics or say you know what let's not talk about this because we're really on opposite spectrums and i get really upset you know there's always ways you can use your word as long as you want to keep a relationship moving forward you will i look forward to being back with more have a great day